Well, hello, Mrs. Tango. Hello, Mr. Tango. We had promised that we would be recording and publishing at the end of each month. We did good for two or three months, but you'll notice it is not the end of February right now. But it's only the 10th. Yeah, and, and uh, dear listeners, we have to ask your your indulgence. Thank you. Indulgence is a good word for us. Um, everybody knows that February is shorter than all the other months. I think it's about 10 days shorter than all the other months, right? True story. And therefore, we're probably right on time if you take that <laughs> into account. We did have basically some issues with the computer that I use to do everything that has all of our podcasts and our files and my editing software, et cetera, completely died in a way that it could not be resurrected. I had to order another computer and transfer all the files, et cetera. We also had an issue in that our next one was going to be our really big toys issue. And we ran into an unexpected complication with the Highsmith. Which we will discuss when we get to that Yeah, episode. it's actually... It's a teaser. It's a teaser. Educational and interesting. And we'll talk about that. And we're still working through it. We still plan on having our next one on March 31st, so we'll have to hustle. But I think we've got a, a good one lined up and a topic that we'll talk about on Twitter that's a topic that we think is really, really important, but also fun because you guys do not come to us. For to, the deep stuff. To, you're not going to get a master's degree in swingology from us. <laughs> That's a real thing. I don't know if you know that. Ooh, I bet we can make some money on that. Mrs. Tango looking good sitting here. And we our topic tonight is... 10 Surefire Ways to Fail at the Lifestyle. Actually, I crossed out the 10. What does Oh, mine still says 10. Oh, I didn't cross yours out. <laughs> yeah, we started out, it was going to be 10 surefire ways to fail at the swinging lifestyle. And it, it we had so much good input from everybody that it ended up being 13. And we'll count down from 13 to number one, although there are no real particular particular order except number one probably really is number one but mrs tango would you like to start us off sure thing tonight is friday (laughs) it's been a long week but tonight is friday march 10th and you are listening to two or more to tango So, uh, we asked a lot of people on Twitter, um, and we got a lot of answers in the Twitter topic, a lot more in our direct messages, and some people also chose to send their thoughts in our email, which is two or more to tango at gmail.com. Gmail.com? <laughs> It has been a week. Two or more to tango 
at gmail.com with the two being T-W-O. And before we do that, what are you drinking, Mrs. Tango? I am drinking Tito's on the Rocks. And I am drinking Glenlivet 12-year single malt scotch. Cheers. Cheers. And until we get a sponsorship from Tito's, I'm going to feel free to drink whatever the hell I want. (laughs) (laughs) But we're still big Tito's fans. We were Tito's fans before people even knew what Tito's was. Before there was product placement. That's correct. Now you see them on just about every TV show where there's a bar, and you see them in just about every bar. We started drinking Tito's back when we saw that there was a vodka that was made in Texas. I think we had been drinking mainly, what, Grey Goose back then? Uh, Yeah, we would switch back and forth between Grey Goose and Belvedere, I think. That was like a big janitor, a big uh, uh, butler, right? Mr. Belvedere. Oh, that was. Yeah. Is that what that vodka was named after? Could be. Got to be named after something. And when we first got together, I liked gin martinis and Mrs. Tango liked vodka martinis. And so we compromised and we started drinking only vodka martinis. That's not true. You drink gin martinis now. Very rarely. We've got some. We have three bottles, four bottles of gin. That tells you. How often do we go through big bottles of Tito's? We can't keep them in the refrigerator or the freezer. We have Gilby's gin up there that Mr. Gilby himself brought us and hoped that we would be one of the first people to try it (laughs) in Tanqueray. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about, so we should probably talk about it. We asked for people to give us 13 surefire ways to fail at the swinging lifestyle. And number 13, and again, these are not in any particular order, came from Jay of Average Swingers. And it is? Bathe. No, bathing would be a surefire way to win. Don't bathe. (laughs) (laughs) These are 13, let's see at the top of your page there, it says 13 surefire ways to fail (laughs) at the swinging lifestyle. And what is number 13, he asked again. Don't bathe. And what do you mean by that? Remember back to when you were, we were early dating. You'd. Back in those days, they they thought that baths were bad for you, right? No, so go ahead. Wasn't that far along. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Before you'd come to pick me up for a date, you'd take a shower, put on the high karate. (laughs) I never, let me just go on the record. I never wore high karate. I don't remember what cologne you wore back then, but you did smell good. Thank you. And I'd take take a shower and do my hair and do my makeup and nails and put on my best disco dress. And you, you go out of your way to look nice and smell nice and smell good yeah if you know jay you might think that at first that he's making a joke and when he put that up on our twitter i i did think that okay that's jay being jay but he's not it it should be obvious if you ignore your personal hygiene if you got bad breath body odor if your hair looks like the last time you washed it was pre-covid if your fingernails look like you polished them black, but that's just because you got so much dirt under your nails. 
nobody's going to want to get up close and personal with you. You'd think it would be obvious, but you'd be surprised. You do run across people once in a while that, what was that noise? I don't know. Oh. We made a sound like... I have no toys on me. I was going to say, what have you got (laughs) under the table? sounds like you turned a vibrator on. Uh, Neither (laughs) one of us just got electrocuted, but... But yeah, uh, number 13 again, very obvious, but we got brush your teeth, floss, really mouthwash, really have, have the TikToks in your pocket, TikToks in your pocket, TikToks, (laughs) (laughs) put the TikToks in the, uh, Instagrams in your pocket or (laughs) yeah, if you're, you know, sometimes you'll go to an event and there'll be a lot of stuff going on outside and it's really easy to get hot and sweaty. There aren't many lifestyle events that they have in uh, Anchorage in February. And it is surprising once in a while you'll see people that will meet up and and agree to go play in a playroom or each other's room or wherever they may decide to go play. And they never go shower and they come in and they don't smell too good so yeah you all know this number 13 don't bathe have bad hygiene number 12 what is number 12 mrs tango the way to fail at the swinging lifestyle not approaching someone because you're convinced that they just wouldn't be interested in you and you're afraid to hear no that is really common and it's self-sabotaging it really is and everybody i think at some point has had some levels of insecurity what's interesting and i'll go ahead and say this because she did it publicly that came from not your average missus she was she and her husband were on our last episode and she post pictures just about every day and when you look at those pictures you think how in the hell can that gorgeous sexy woman be afraid that anybody wouldn't be interested in you and it just goes to show you that if everybody has insecurities yeah if she can feel like that don't you feel bad if you feel like that you you see that couple and you go, I'm sorry, they're just a level above me or two levels or I'm going to strain my neck looking at how high a level they are above me. But you'd be really surprised. Uh, the worst thing that can happen, if you don't get told no a few times. You aren't asking enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've not talked to enough people. Yeah, so. Talk to everyone. And I think one approach to that is don't look at connecting with other couples as a yes or no type thing. Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to find couples and I'm going to go approach them and see if they'll play with us. Is this one of those uh, improv things, the yes and? What? Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, what I was going to say was, just focus on sincerely wanting to get to know people and connect with people and you know think of it that way get to know people and 
and connect with them. And, and if it's an event, that's a really easy thing to do. If you're, we have friends that the main way they connect with people is on lifestyle boards. And yeah, in that you're trying to, you know, you're, you're specifically trying to make a connection. And it's usually like two on two or one on two or however you manage to roll on those boards, six on one, whatever it may be. And in that case, you're going out to drinks or dinner. Um, but even then go out and enjoy you know, being with those folks and then see what happens. And if it's just, you can't expect everything to be a connection, especially if it's two on two. So don't be afraid of no, just go meet a whole bunch. You're going to lose out on a lot if you get in the lifestyle. And if you are folks that don't ever approach people because you're convinced they wouldn't be interested in you, you absolutely will fail in the swinging lifestyle. If you sit and wait and that's a really, really common thing. If you sit and wait for people to come to you, you're going to fail. And we, we've been guilty of that. So that's number 12. What is number 11, Mrs. Tango? Being overly focused on expe- expectations or goals, especially if you're at an event like Naughty New Orleans, uh, Hedo, a lifestyle cruise. A lifestyle cruise. The podcast Palooza is coming up. I think, and they've changed their names. On oh, those. they have. Yeah, but all the events that Kate at Wanderlust Swingers has. I read those things. I just don't remember those things. <laughs> yeah it it is really really common to be really focused on. Okay, you know we want to play with three couples this time or. You know, Mrs. Tango has always wanted to have to play with like three women at the same time and to set those expectations. Ah, we're going to go to this and we're going to make it happen this time. You can lose a lot of fun if you're so focused on those targets and goals that you don't enjoy everything else that's going on. And let's face it. Uh, you're going to go to one of these things. It'd be uh, naive to say, don't have any expectations. You wouldn't go if you didn't have any expectations. You just have to make sure that you're, you don't set goals to where if you don't meet those goals, that you come home and feel like you've wasted your time. I think that if you start with your primary connection the person you go to whatever event or to whatever date you're going on. And if you have fun and a good time with that person, that one person, that it will flow that you have a good time with other people. That's a really And they will, you will attract people. Yeah, and that's a good point. We're going to talk about something related to that. That's a really good point. Even if you're going on a uh, a date with somebody you've met on a lifestyle board and you're going out for drinks with them. If you go with the, the mindset that you and your partner are going to go have a good time. And even if you don't connect with them and you come home laughing because of whatever reason you didn't really connect, uh, you'll enjoy it. So just don't be so focused on the expectations and don't, 
you really don't want to be, you know, counting notches on your bedpost or that type of thing. Do we have a bedpost? Or did uh, it just fall away with all the notches we put on it? We just sawed right through Yeah, those. we used to have a four, uh, big, humongous, it looked like something that we saw when we were in London and looking at the, the crown bed. Was there a crown bed like right next to the crown jewels, I think? There's crown royal. Uh, yeah, that's, mm. that too. But yeah, we used <laughs> to have this big bed that had huge four posts and they were each about the size of a redwood. <laughs> And after, you know, five years in the lifestyle, we had so many notches that we woke up one night because it had just collapsed and the canopy was covering us and almost suffocated us. It's a story for another podcast. (laughs) And I need another drink. So that's number 11. As we go through our very formal, official notes, have you already got number 10? I feel like uh, we we could have been on Letterman back in the day. Letterman. That's how old we are. Number 10, Mrs. Tango. Giving out your personal information too soon, such as your phone number, your home address, your bank account, account. your debit card number, your blood type. You know, you might think what kind of idiot would do that, but this is a really easy mistake to make. You meet a couple at an event or a club, you really like them. Maybe you play with them, you have a good time. And this is kind of like, you know, other things we'll talk about where you get caught up in the whole thing and you make bad decisions. So you give them your cell phone numbers, you tell them where you live, you tell them what school your kids go to. Then what happens? You find out that Next time you go have drinks with yeah, them. Yeah, or, or see them. This has happened to us. They're Holocaust deniers, or they are racists. In our case, we met up with a couple. and Had a great time with them. Had drinks with them. I didn't know that we were going to play with them, but we had actually talked with them, um, we ha- chatted online, and seemed to get along really well with them. And we had drinks with them. And is as our usual thing, I thought we were done. We're just going to go back to the room. And I saw Mrs. Tango walk ahead to the woman who was very attractive. And then she walked back to me and she said, they're coming to our room. We're going to play. Here's the rules. And we did. And we had a good time. And then we met up with them for drinks the next day. And what happened? Oh, the ugliness. Uh, Blatant, blatant, blatant. Not just racist, which is there's no good racist. But they were evil, mean, uh, demonic. (laughs) (laughs) They were not good people. The the KKK said, no, those people are too radical for us. They talked (laughs) to us about getting, you know, denied in the KKK because they're their racism was too okay, much for stop. them. I'm sorry. It just seemed that way. Cause it was kind of disappointing. And fortunately for them, we did not give them our phone number because she had talked about wanting us to connect. They, this was at an event and they go to that event with a bunch of other people every year. And after we had played, oh, y'all are going to really enjoy the rest of our group. And she thought we were going to go play with them. And 
she had talked us to other people about us with them. That's hard to say. Uh, but we didn't give them our phone number. But yeah, don't don't give out too much information. Kind of a common thing you'll hear tonight is go slow. Yeah, you can't you can't unring the bell. You can't unring the bell. I like to use that term whenever I can. What is number nine on the thirteen ways to really screw up in the lifestyle? Meeting up with a couple without ever having seen a few photos of them, both of them. Uh, yeah. Doesn't include their horses. <laughs> the very first time we ever got on, oh went on gosh, a lifestyle board. We were not in the lifestyle. We were not in the lifestyle board, lifestyle yet, but we were investigating and seeing if it was something we wanted to do. And there was a couple in our area and we saw way too much of their horses their photos they sent to us there were probably more of their horses than there were of them and we'll just leave it at that but we never responded to them no uh you could have a great time in the lifestyle without being barbie and ken uh we certainly aren't because we do have sexual organs which bobby and ken don't have but let's be honest, you're meeting up with a couple to have potentially have sex. There needs to be some kind of attraction. We've met couples that weren't all that attractive when we first met them, right? Absolutely. That later? The longer we talk, we talked with someone, you get to know their personality. And for some of those couples, it, they, they became get, more attractive the more we talked, right? Yeah. So, uh, so we're not talking about, you know, making sure that they're perfectly beautiful and et cetera, but let's face it, you, you know, and it is good to, if you have photos of both of them yeah. to see that there is a both of them. True. And, uh, what's another red flag for the photos? If the woman looks like the man with the wig on. Oh, I'd forgotten about that one. We did get photos, and the guy would never show a photo of her. Or of the two of them together. Yeah. And we're going to go ahead and merge in a one that we have later into this one, which is if you're a guy and you think you want to get into the lifestyle and your wife isn't interested or you think you're going to do it and just hide it from her and you tell people on a lifestyle board or anything else. Yeah. My wife says I can play alone. Oh, for a lot of people, that's going to be a red flag. That's a major, even if it's true, if you want to fail in the lifestyle, that's a really, really good way to do it because Everybody who's been in the lifestyle more than about three hours has been approached by men who'd say, yeah, my wife says I can play alone. She's not interested. And most of the time it is a guy who is just trying to fool around. So we had a guy that was interested on a board and approached us and the chat was kind of nice. And we asked for pictures 
and he sent us pictures of him. And we said, and that's unusual because usually you'll see pictures of a wife and they never show the guy. Mm-hmm. And we looked at him and we said, okay, what about her? And he kept giving excuses. And I said, look, we just kind of have a, a policy. If we don't see pictures of both of you, that's kind of a red flag. We do have friends from that um, same area that we did end up uh, hooking up with. And they had the same interaction with this person. So talk about the picture. He sent one picture of his wife. And it was clearly, obviously, a photograph of him wearing a wig. Wearing a bad wig. With a little bit of makeup on. And it it was him with a bad wig. Big Adam's apple. I mean, it wasn't even close. I don't know how he ever thought he could get away with that. But yeah, you you, you don't want to get, you know, uh, go to meet up with a couple and you find out they look like your great uncle Ezra and your great aunt Jezza or they look like your high school age children. You meet up with them and they both have full face tattoos, making them look like that evil clown in Stephen King's It. But, you know, that might be your thing. So. <laughs> that's true. If that's your thing, that might be. So that's why you need the pictures. Um, if, everybody's, and, and the got, other thing, everybody's got their own kink. The other thing, too, is if you see their pictures, and this is very common, and if you are going to put pictures up, don't put up pictures that are from 30 years ago. If there's a fo- picture of a photo mat in the background, these people are... Probably yeah. older than what they're they're letting on. Or their pictures are certainly older than that. And I argued with Mrs. Tango before this about which thing we talked about in the background. She said photomat. We looked up online. She's right. Yeah, it, it, it is really, really common to want to send pictures that aren't recent. And most people in the lifestyle are pretty, pretty on to that. And here's the thing. If you show pictures that are from when you what you look like 20 years ago and you show up and the people are expecting that and they're disappointed you're going to fail and it may well be if you showed pictures of you today they're going to find out because you're going to show up and as far as i know there's no photoshop you can put on yourself for real life those filters on um, instagram instagram don't work in real life no they don't they don't go with you nah the one i paid 125 dollars for one of those and it didn't work it was just a piece of celluloid to put over my face but (laughs) and some vaseline (laughs) but no really uh they're gonna see you anyway and they may they may like you if they're not gonna like what you look like now then don't try to fool them with older pictures because it's just not gonna work so yeah, meeting up with a couple without having seen photos of them is a surefire way to fail. And also using older pictures of yourself is a surefire way to fail in the swinging lifestyle. Number, where are we? Number eight? Eight. And what is number eight? That you ignore red flags and ignore your gut feelings. Ooh, that is a very good one. You want to talk about that one? You want me to talk about it? Go ahead, I'll jump in. Uh, You meet a new couple, and they're really nice looking, and they seem interested in you, and they look like a match, but something just doesn't 
feel right. And you don't know why. It, you know, maybe the way they're looking at each other, maybe it's the tone of their voice when they talk to each other, maybe it's how he or she treats the waitress. And maybe you just don't know what, but your gut says something just isn't right here. A good way to fail is to ignore those red flags and ignore your gut feelings. You're and find a really good, polite way to disconnect for the evening. Your subconscious can pick up on a lot of things that your conscious mind doesn't see. And now you could be completely wrong. True, but more often than not, there probably is something there. And if you're wrong, it's still better to disconnect from a couple that has something wrong with them than to miss out on a couple that you misread. I mean, sometimes you, if you're, particularly if you're new in the lifestyle, you're so anxious to connect with a couple and it leads to all kinds of mistakes because you really don't, you really want to make that connection and you really want to go play with people. But don't ignore your gut feelings when you meet a couple. Number seven, Mrs. Tango. If you're new to the lifestyle, going too fast. And what does that mean? Driving too fast to the event or? Jumping in with both feet first. How many feet should you jump in with? Half. Half your foot. (laughs) Go in a little bit at a time. If you're Try brand a little, new. If you're brand new, you can always try the next thing the next time. Right. You can't take it back if you go too fast. And, you know, uh, like with us, we listened to all kind of podcasts before we jumped in. We read things. We talked about it. And we decided to jump in. And it's a little scary in a kind of good, exciting way. And, but let's say you do that and you go to a big event, you make reservations, you've never even kissed another couple and suddenly you meet a couple who are full swap only. Now you've said you were going to be soft swap. We'll get to that in a minute. And you say, well, why not? Man, we're here. All these people are around. It's fun. It's sexy. Everybody's having a great time. And then they tell you, well, you know what? We prefer separate room play. That way you won't be distracted. And you really ought to do that too. And, you know, you and your spouse have said, or partner have said, you know, this is brand new. Let's stay where we can see each other and take care of each other. But you go, hey, you know, okay, that's what we need to do. And then you're hearing your partner in the next room and she's making all kind of moaning noises you've never heard her make before. (laughs) And all of a sudden you realize I'm not really comfortable with this. And then the person you're with that you're playing with in your separate room can tell you're not into it. And you know, he or she's not happy about that. And so you've already messed up yours. And then afterwards you find out when you go back to your room or home that you're kind of angry that your partner was having so much fun with that other person. And then he or she thinks you're being unreasonable. What, and that's why we're going to be in the lifestyle. And you expect her to understand why you'd be uncomfortable. And she says, then why don't we just pack our bags and go home? And, and you've really screwed up. And 
It's really common to get um, into a situation and then think, oh, we had our rules, but let's change them just a little bit for this situation. Yeah, and we'll get into that in in a minute, but... And when you're in the uh, the when you're caught up in the yeah. passion of the moment, yeah, we, uh, you know, there are some couples like not your average Mister and Misses that we talked about in our last episode that they did jump in, both feet naked, not holding their nose all the way in the deep end right from the beginning, but they had talked about it a lot ahead of time and they had been together for a long, long time and they communicated extremely well and were very secure with each other. And they jumped in very quickly doing a lot of stuff. But even with them, they talked about everything they did after they did it to make sure they were good. For most people starting in the lifestyle, going too fast in the beginning is a really great way to ruin what could have been a great adventure for the two of you. And you mentioned changing rules. Uh, Why don't we jump right to that one? That's number two, but we're going to jump to that one right away because I think that's a good point, and you brought that up. So what is the next one? We're going to make that one our number two. Let's just jump right to that one. Not setting and communicating your play rules or changing your rules in the middle of play. Yeah, talk about that. Most people, uh, when they first get into the lifestyle before they do their first play time with someone or go to an event they will sit and discuss okay this is okay to do this isn't okay to do I want to try this but not this so having this big inch and a half thick book of rules is how a lot of people go into the lifestyle. And it's better to start with that than having never talked about rules. Exactly. But usually after they've gotten into the lifestyle a while, most of those rules go away and they end up with something simple like, you know, always condoms for penetrative sex, no anal, no pain or whatever. Uh, Again, but if you go in and you don't have rules, you're very likely going to, be in the situation we talked before where you just doing things at random and you really haven't talked about it and you're very likely going to get upset with each other or because you don't know if your partner is okay with you doing x y and z exactly uh one of the really really big ones on that is having to decide whether you're going to be full swap or soft swap when we talk to people who are brand new and and we enjoy mentoring couples that are starting out in this, we always recommend they start with soft swap. And if you're listening to this because you're brand new and you're trying to figure out how not to screw up. We're sorry. <laughs> there We're are sorry a lot of other podcasts <laughs> out there. Well, you'll probably learn a lot more than us. Um, but soft swap is basically... Uh, no penetrative sex, no fucking. Uh, it's usually hands oral, you know, that, that type of play. I mean, you play with each other, but you don't do penetrative with the other couple. Full swap 
is just what it sounds like. It's you have full sex with the other couple. And something that is a very common mistake is a couple says, we're going to start out, we're going to do soft swap. And they start playing with a couple and it's really hot, especially if they're new in the lifestyle and they're going, oh my gosh, this is fun. This is, I didn't realize how much fun this is. And they say right in the middle of play without talking to each other first, they tell the couple that they've already communicated, that they're playing with, they've already communicated we're soft swap only. They say, okay, let's put it in fifth gear and let's go full swap. Now this actually happened to us yeah, several years ago. You talk about that. And as much as it hurt our feelings <laughs> to say no, um, it was the right decision for us to make because yeah, it wasn't us. It was a couple we were playing with. Right, right, right. They and, had never even kissed anybody before, and and they asked us after they got to know us toward the end of the week of the event we were at, they said, okay, we're ready to try something. We trust you guys. Can we, can you introduce us to this with soft swap? In fact, I think y'all started on the Sibian, right? Uh, yeah, we did. And they were hot. Always a good icebreaker. They were hot and they were really getting into it. And she was really really enjoying it and in fact it was funny she had on this really i don't know if you remember this really sexy corset yes i do remember because <laughs> it had how many things you had to unleash it was a lot of unfastening there was a lot of unfastening and they were attractive enough that we were really in a hurry and it was hard to do but anyway we were right in the middle of some very very hot play and by the way uh, there you can have a great time soft swap some of our favorite couples are soft swap only but right in the middle she plopped on her back on the bed and she said let's go full swap and i about bit my tongue into saying no because we both were like yeah this would be great but again, this is the first time they'd ever played with anybody. They, they hadn't even kissed anybody before. And we told them, don't get your feelings hurt. We would dearly love to, but you haven't talked about it. Let's not do that. And then you go back to your room after we finish tonight. And then we can talk tomorrow after you've talked about it tonight and tomorrow. And if you still want to do that, we will. And they told us, we are so glad you stopped us because we were really not ready for that. Yeah. So, yeah, one of the biggest things you can do to fail is not set your rules ahead of time, which means communicating with your partner a lot and then changing your rules in the middle of play. Never change your rules in the middle of play. We have jumped out of order here, but why don't you do number six? Being that couple sitting at a table, <laughs> staring at your phones with a totally bored look at your on your faces. 
talk we have, about that. We have been that couple. We have seen that couple. Yeah, describe what that couple looks like in a bar or in a lifestyle event. I don't have to describe this. Everybody <laughs> has seen this couple. They're staring at their phones. They're not engaging with the person across the table from them. And both of them look bored beyond belief. And look like they really don't want to be there. It's really, really easy to be that couple. And it may be that you go into a club, say, for the first time, and you're really intimidated. And the two of you are sitting there looking at everything and taking it in, and you don't know what to say. If you look like that couple that's not interested in each other, that's bored, that wishes you were somewhere else, nobody's going to approach you. And people are attracted to people who are having fun and looking happy. Nobody's attracted to that couple sitting in that cord in that corner looking like they're bored and depressed. So don't be that couple. Related to that is number five. Being rude to your partner. Talk about that. In the lifestyle, like any other situation, you pay attention to the person you're with. And if the couple that you're across the table from or on a sofa with is belittling or demeaning their partner, that's not attractive. See how they react, how they interact with the wait staff. It's kind of like the other one. When people see a couple and they're looking bored with each other and they're not talking, they're looking at their phones and they're depressed, nobody wants to approach them. They want to approach people that are looking like they're happy and they're full of joy and they're enjoying life. Those are the people that you want to interact with. Every once in a while, you'll sit with a couple. And if you're in the lifestyle, you're going to see it. If you are rude to your partner, if you are rude to the wait staff, but particular people look you, we talk to a lot of folks in the lifestyle. We've been in here this for a while. We know a lot of folks. We know a lot of other podcasters, a lot of people who are in the lifestyle. And everybody has stories of being with a couple where one of the couple was just demeaning to the other one. And you may have that the other person is just kind of a timid person and that other than the other partner is a very dominating person. Nobody wants to play with them. And if you're not, if you're in a bad mood, go home. Because what will happen is you'll be acting like that and people will see that, and then they'll tell other people, boy, that couple, he, he really treats her like crap. And you may not get another chance. So, I mean, it's kind of common sense, but don't treat each other poorly. I think the, I think the message of both of those is in the lifestyle, other people are observing you. And they're looking how you interact with each other. And it's amazing how much we talked about some couples that may not seem all that attractive. And then the more you know them, the more attractive you get. If you're a couple and the two of you are just really into each other, 
and other couples see how much the two of you are into each other, that's really, really attractive. They want to be part of that. Yeah. So I think we are to number one. The number one way to fail in the lifestyle is what, Mrs. Tango? Getting into the swinging lifestyle to fix your relationship. Go for it. (laughs) I'm better at jumping in than... (laughs) Than leading off. Than leading off. Well, you know what? I'm not going to edit that out, so go for it. (laughs) If you and your partner are having relationship problems, if you don't trust each other, if you're always arguing with each other over everything... The lifestyle will not fix it. Yep. It's only going to emphasize the things that are already broken. If you're insecure, if you don't trust your partner. (laughs) Go ahead. We did something funny that you didn't get to see. Go ahead. I don't know where I am now. Uh, Yeah, if you're insecure in your relationship, and you watch your partner having great sex with somebody else, that's only going to make you more insecure. If you always argue with each other and have a hard time making decisions on things in life, you're going to have a hard time making decisions in lifestyle that involve your sex life. Getting into the lifestyle to fix your relationship is like having a baby to fix your lifestyle. You mean your relationship? Your relationship. Yeah, that's a that's a very good analogy. It, uh, having a baby when you've got a bad relationship is not going to make it better. It's just going to really show where all the stress points in your relationship are. And the, just the nature of the lifestyle is going to do the same thing. You need to be 100% secure in your relationship. You need to trust each other. You need to be completely open and honest with each other. And you need to be able to laugh about the the goofy, stupid stuff that goes on in the lifestyle. <laughs> and the mistakes you make. Because you're going to make mistakes. And if the two of you can have the kind of relationship where you can go, well, that seemed like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that was going to happen. That reminds me of a friend who somehow fell out of a sex swing and ended up with a broken foot. What a great story. What does she tell everybody? How, how does she I don't remember that? now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to make mistakes. You need to be able to, to laugh at them together. The lifestyle, like all of your sex life, and there's a really common thread in all of this. If you don't want to fail in lifestyle your sex life is all about your relationship with your partner the lifestyle is not meant to be a replacement for flaws in your sex life or shortcomings in your sex life it is meant to be an add-on to your lifestyle the same way your sex toys are the same way our big sex toys are the same way that what yeah it's just your lingerie um it's just it's part of your sex life and you've got to have a really really good relationship 
to enjoy the lifestyle. And if you don't and you have shortcomings, they're really going to show up. And that's kind of a common theme in all of this is I think if we were going to sum up how to fail in the lifestyle, it would be have a really crappy relationship with each other and let people see it. And that crappy relationship is probably what leads to most of what we had here. Because part of that is not what's the most important thing in a relationship. Communication. Communication. Yeah, we we laugh about that to the point of it being a cliche. But if you look at the theme in all of this, it's your relationship with your partner and it's your communication. And then it's just some, you know, some of the things are just kind of common sense, like don't give people your phone number too early, et cetera. But those are relatively minor things in the big picture. So those are our 13 surefire ways to screw up being in, to fail being in the lifestyle. If you've got other thoughts on this, please connect with us. Yeah, send us a note at two or more to tango at gmail.com or send us a note at our Twitter account, which is two or more to tango with the number two instead of TWO. I will tell you, speaking of our contact information on Twitter, uh, ever since somebody took over Twitter, there have been some changes. And one of those is just about every, not all of them, but most of our podcaster friends and us, people like casual swingers, people like average swingers, sapphic swingers, um, I can go down the list of just about everybody. A lot of us have been shadow banned in terms of searches. Tell us what shadow banned means. Well, I think I will, Mrs. Tango. Thank you so much, (laughs) Mr. Tango. If you go onto Twitter and there's a little search window over there and you put in at two or more to Tango, we won't show up. If you put at casual swinger, they won't show up. If you put average swingers, they won't show up. You just go down the list of podcasts. There are a few that have slipped through. We did for a while. I think it's because we hadn't been as active. So the way to find us, if you are not connected with us there, is go onto your Twitter account and just start a new tweet and just type at two or more to tango, and then you'll see it. And you can click on that and link to us. But don't try to use the search window. Same thing. Usually when I put a new podcast up, I'll put a picture that kind of goes with the theme and I'll try to tag that picture with all of our pod, not all can't do but 10, but a lot of our podcaster friends. And then some of our, our friends who aren't podcasters like Mrs. Ready to Jam. And she's not even podcaster and she's been shadow banned for search. And I can't do that anymore. So it's a little harder to find most of us on Twitter, but I would, whether it's us or any of your other favorite podcasters, if you can't find them in a search and you can't tag them on a picture, you can still put them into a tweet and they're, uh, they'll pop up there. So a little bit harder, but I highly encourage you to do that. The other thing that I would request, and we've never really done this, but as we try to get momentum 
as we have rebooted things, and we really are committed to doing one a month now, and we'd like to keep that going. Well, even if it's a podcast where we don't have a lot to talk about, we want to stay in touch with you guys. And so we're going to do one a month no matter what, even if it's a one or more to Tango, um, which puts fear in Mrs. Tango's eyes. Oh, uh, if I have to do it. <laughs> it really helps if you go to Apple iTunes or whatever they call it now, where you can put a review on our podcast. If you can give us a five-star review in iTunes or whatever they call that these days, that really, really helps people find us. The more five-star reviews we have, the more we'll show up when people are looking for lifestyle podcasts. So, and if you put a five-star review up, we'll read it here on the air. So don't put a five-star review uh review up and say you guys suck actually if you do and say you guys suck i'll read it anyway as long as you get the five stars because <laughs> it helps find us but seriously that makes a big difference and i've never asked for that before and with twitter doing what it does uh what it's doing to sexually uh lifestyle related podcasts these days i would ask that you do that for all of the podcasts that you really enjoy because it's getting tougher for people to find us anymore. And so whether it's casual swingers, average swingers, uh, I, I, I don't want to leave anybody out. Sapphic swingers is a whole big list. Wanderlust uh, swingers. Go, go just take some time. And if you listen with your partner, the two of you, just go on to iTunes or Apple Music or wherever they locate that these days and put a five-star review up for all those podcasts, and it really will make a difference in people being able to find them. So we have gone looking at our fancy Roadcaster Pro uh, machine here with all its pretty lights. We have gone 57 minutes. I expect, I expect by the time I edit out all of the sound of us going through our notes, which were not in order, which is I apologize for you people listening to all the sounds of leafing pages we had to kind of go it is spring so things are leafing out (laughs) 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 buttons for that i don't i don't know if i have that button what is that oh it doesn't do anything if i don't i didn't do anything did it Oh, I don't want to push that. Okay, we're not going to play with our buttons anymore. Jay's not here. So, uh, our next podcast, our plan is, and I'll go ahead and say it now, and it may not sound as sexy as a lot of things. So, our plan is uh, Mickey, and I think maybe Mallory will be involved too. When we were at Naughty in New Orleans uh, this past year, we had a little round table that Kate from Wanderlust Swingers set up. We sat around on some cushions, very casual. And we talked about how to keep your privacy if you are in the lifestyle. And actually, it's not just the lifestyle. And Mickey is a real expert, whether it is your pictures on a board, whether it is you having a Facebook account, whether it is anything you do online, it's really scary 
how easy it is for people that really know what they're doing to be able to crack through whatever wall you think you have and figure out what your real identity is. And then if you're in the lifestyle and you've got some jerks out there trying to figure out who you are, they're the same people that would make that kind of effort are the same kind of jerks that would find a way to go publicize it. So our next episode will be Mickey telling everybody here is what not to do. Here are the things where you think you're safe and you're not. And here's what you need to do. And I think that's going to be a really important episode. And then at the end of April, our target is going to be a review of capital letters, really big sex machines, the Sibian, the Motor Bunny Buck, and the Highsmith. And we will talk about those in some great detail. So, do you have anything else tonight, Mrs. Tango? I do not, Mr. Tango. Then, with that, I thank you guys for sticking in with us. And we'll talk to you again. Again, love to hear from you in our email at tourmoretotango.com. And we get messages from you guys, and we really appreciate that. And we try to answer all of them. And uh, over on our uh, Twitter account at two or more to tango, except in that one, it's the number two. And with that, good night, Mrs. Tango. Good night, Mr. Tango. Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. God, that's old, isn't it? <laughs> yep. But, but we're old. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>